Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Is there a game you'd like to hear us cover? Let us know on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Cutscene Saga. Welcome to Cutscene Saga, the podcast where we dissect and discuss the stories of video games. We're kind of like a book club. Each month we choose a new game and gather some friends to talk about it. So once again, I'm joined by the lovely... Shastra Dio. Welcome back, Shastra. Third time lucky. Yeah. yeah. And so last week we spoke about the plot of Final Fantasy XV. Yeah. <laughs> at, uh, at length. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I tried my best. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I'll, I'll I'll cut out the rambling. But yeah. you know when you have like a, you know when you play a game for 80 hours, no, more than 80 hours, I think I've put nearly 200 hours into this game. Yeah. And then when Joe asked me, oh, do a plot summary. I was like, oh, <laughs> what, is, <laughs> what is this game about? So, yeah, yeah I yep. think we got there. It's about fishing, right? Yeah. Yeah. King of fishing. King of Noctis. fishing. Yep. Yeah, there it is. Prince of Lucius, King of Fishing. Yeah. So if you don't know what Shasta's referencing, go back and listen to the first and second <laughs> episode. Um, yeah, spoiler warning though for all of our episodes, mm-hmm. always. So this week we're talking about, I think, what is probably one of the most important things in this game is the characters. Yes. Um, so I guess we'll start at the very beginning um, with our player character, Noctis. Yes, Noctis. He's a prince. He's 20 years old. He's little baby. A baby, yeah, yeah, a tiny baby. You know, I think Square doesn't <laughs> know how old to make people look because Noctis <laughs> looks like a baby. Yeah. And then Ignis and Gladio, I think, are meant to be two years older than him. And they, and they look both look in their 30s. Yeah, yeah. Like you could maybe be like, oh, late 20s, very late 20s. But yeah, no. So yeah. please Square learn how to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Prompto legit looks like 12. Yeah. Yeah, and Noctis looks, he's quite soft. Like, yeah, yeah I could mistake him for a 16-year-old. But he's hes 20, he's working hard, yeah. he's getting married. <laughs> what? Arranged marriage to his childhood friend. Yes, his childhood friend. Who I just realised, are you wearing badges of the two dogs? I am wearing badges of the two dogs. I literally only just yes. noticed that. Yes. That um, is beautiful. These I'm wearing these cool badges. We can take a photo and yeah, maybe put them will. on Instagram of um, Umbra and Prina, the <laughs> other, like probably the most important yeah. characters yeah. in the game. The best characters. they're dogs. But um, you can buy these badges, I think it's... Um, and on an Etsy called Five on Thee. And Amazing. yeah, they're really pretty. They're, they're, they're based so here pretty. in Australia as well. So oh, good. You can local designers. Yeah, <laughs> by local. Um, sorry, we were talking about Noctis. Yes, Noctis. Um, and so, so he's got magic is a big thing. And we touched on this in our first episode. Yes. Um, and, you know, we've mentioned this before, but the magic hurts him. Like he's, he's just so tired yes. and so hurt throughout this whole game. Yes. Um, if you, so I think w- I briefly mentioned the Brotherhood anime, which I guess mm. a lot of people haven't watched because it's in Japanese and subtitled and you can find it on YouTube if you've maybe played the game but not watched the anime, but you see glimpses of Noctis's like school life and he's quite isolated because yeah. he's, he's quite shy. Like he's actually a pretty shy boy. Um, and he's obviously got a lot of things to do because he's in the Royal family, but he's, um, he lives in this apartment by himself, which Ignis routinely comes to clean and cook and do other mum friend normal mum things for him. And uh, Ignis comes in one day, and the the entire place is like filled with trash, like not not just a few soda cans and yeah, yeah. you know a garbage bag. Like it is, there's just trash collecting everywhere. And I think. If you've ever been depressed or known someone who's been depressed, you will see that scene and automatically go, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> I know what's going on yeah. here. Yes. And I don't think anyone in his life has really talked to him about that or mm. I don't think he's dealt with that in any way. And there's a lot of 
Uh, last last time, like last week, we were talking about plot, and it's the way the plot of this game is revealed is so convoluted so many times because there's all this like chunks of important info that you won't learn until a certain yeah. point or that's in I don't know a handbook somewhere or a <laughs> or a novella that comes before like there's a, there's a novella that's that's insane that's set just there's before so they much, leave there's so, so many much media yeah. things and in the novella <laughs> Ignis uh, mentions to Noctis that he noticed that Noctis changed very significantly in his personality after he suffered this horrible attack that yeah. left his carer like his carer got killed during that an attempt on his life um and <laughs> it's so like a lot of bad things have happened to Noctis he's so that this happened his mother's not in the picture she's dead uh he had this nanny or carer who was taking care of them and the empire tried to kill Noctis and she dies protecting him He's injured during that attack, so he has, um, I think, a problem with his knee. Mm. He's uh, shown in a flashback in the main game. He's shown to be in a wheelchair. At one point, uh, they go to Tenebrae, which is where he meets Luna Freya, his arranged marriage lady. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Arranged wife? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, And... Uh, his or his wife, his no fiance. fiance. Oh my god, I know words. <laughs> I know words. Um, his fiance and childhood friend, and this is when they meet. Um, and <laughs> there, the empire attacks again and kills Luna Freya's mother. This game really does not like mothers. There are no mother characters yeah, in this game. It really nothing. doesn't. Yeah, they. Yeah, where are the moms? Um, and yeah, so he sees that, and then his father. <laughs> Obviously, runs away with him and leaves Tenebrae to Tenebrae. Unfortunately, that's a we could talk about that a bit more because that's and this is this is shown in um I think the Kingsglaive movie at mm. the very start of that. Um, and then Noctis kind of grows up and doesn't yeah. really deal with I I think PTSD would be a a big yeah. thing. He does. He feels quite um, I don't, I don't want to say fragile, but you know he has that kind of um. He's quite withdrawn within himself. Yes. And whenever anything bad happens from that point on, like any of the game's plot points, which are really awful, he might lash out for a second and then he'll instantly yeah. kind of withdraw into himself and isolate and yep. kind of, you know, mm. protect himself. He's just, he really is trying to yeah. protect himself. And I mean, e- even from early in, in the game, you can see his friends, his three friends, being very caring towards yes. him, very um, and and they don't do it in that patronizing way. You know, they do it as friends, yeah. as people who want to support their buddy. Um, and I feel like that, even from the very start of the game, is such an important part of the of the plot and the characters. Definitely, yes, because he so Gladio and Ignis are his. Ugh. Gladius is bodyguard, I guess would be the easiest term. Yeah. Um, and then later gets a more official position as his shield. And Ignis is, I think, advisor, advisor Chamberlain. <laughs> <laughs> um, very caring, yeah. kind, he doing is. very many, pretty much everything yeah. for him. I mean, he, he is the, the, the mum friend, isn't yes. he? He's the yes. And what's really nice in the game as well is that Ignis is never, no one ever makes fun of Ignis for being the mum friend. Yeah, for it's doing like like, s- like typically yeah. feminine things. Yeah, yeah, it's never a joke that he cooks or he sews or yeah. he likes things to be neat, yeah. which is really just really nice. Yeah. Um, there's no, I don't think there's any really toxic masculinity. No, I was, I was thinking about that in the Gladio, last episode. Everyone has a hard on for, gla- am I allowed to say hard on? Yeah, you're allowed to say hard on. <laughs> okay, thank you. Everyone has a hard on for gla- like Gladio, pretty much everyone I know. I think sometimes like he'd call me a wuss and stuff and like, Sorry, me, call Noctis a wuss and stuff. And, you know, like sometimes his comments would be a bit macho manly man for me. Yeah. But I, you know, you can see it's coming from a place of love and not, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. Yes. That, that, that That's coming from his personality, from yeah. his history. Yeah. Yes. And he's like, you know, he likes reading. So he's, yeah. it's, I don't know. I like yeah. that the characters have all these little kind of things. But there's so much background stuff that's in that's really in the anime, the Brotherhood anime, um, that you don't really get <laughs> in the main game unless you watch that. Like yeah. there's this Gladio is kind of frustrated with Noctis because he thinks he's 
spoiled and this prince who doesn't want to work hard. <laughs> Noctis doesn't want to work hard because he's incredibly tired yep. um, all the time. And he's, I think there's a turning point if you watch the anime where Noctis kind of helps out Gladio's sister and obviously Gladio's sister develops a crush on Noctis and Gladio's like, cool, you're all right little dude and <laughs> their relationship improves from then ignis's episode is awful and tragic and he's as i mentioned um with going into that apartment and ignis doesn't really understand that situation like he cleans the entire apartment up and is like have you read all those political reports i gave you <laughs> have you done your homework like there's no food in here yeah. <laughs> like you know it's very like what the fuck <laughs> are you doing <laughs> And Noctis is just kind of exhausted, unhappy. Mm. Noctis is seen on TV, not even in real life, because his dad is so busy that Noctis can barely see his father. Noctis is seen on a broadcast that his father is suddenly walking with a cane. <laughs> and Noctis is freaking out. And Ignis is telling Noctis, you need to do all these things because soon you're going like, to be king one day. Yeah. And Noctis says, yeah, when my dad dies, I'm going to be king. <laughs> I think it's only really at that point Oof. that Ignis understands yeah. and I think gets and talks to Gladio and gets a bit better. At, and yeah. I think he goes full nurturer and he's very, I don't know, throughout the game, I think Ignis is the one who's always kind of there. And yeah, yeah it's, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I touched on this a little bit in the last episode, but about how each of these three friends kind of represent like a, a different facet of, of yes. masculine friendship. Mm, yeah. um, and I, th I think the extent to which a player will uh, connect with any of those three um, friends is dependent on them, on, yes. on what they see as being helpful to Noctis. You know, so you've got Ignis being the mum friend, cooking and cleaning and mm. all these things. You've got Prompto being this like goofy, fun, um, childlike friend. And then you've got Gladio who's here to... to protect him to yes. be his his, yeah. his literal shield yeah um and it's like those are all three things that he's lacking from his father yes and and not for you know his father not wanting to provide those no. things but simply <laughs> because of the circumstances and yeah i think that's a good point about who people will connect to mm. based on that because i i love like I like every one of the boys, but Ignis always was for me, yeah. I guess, because I really value acts of service. To sure, love, yeah. love languages, like Ignis was always the one for yeah. me where I was like, oh, you know, like that's that's what I value yeah. <laughs> in a friend. Whereas yeah. And I mean, like I, I connected with Ignis and with Prompto, yeah. but not a lot with Gladio at yes. all. Um, I found that, I found him very hard to identify with. And I did, yeah, like you were saying, not necessarily toxic behaviors but those very kind of traditionally masculine yeah. behaviors it's like um, man i'm tired i don't want to yeah. walk anymore like please <laughs> don't call me a wuss i'm just yeah. like shut up <laughs> like, yeah. i just don't want to go back to the car <laughs> don't <laughs> don't need you to be a personal trainer right now yeah yeah, yeah. i just need you to acknowledge that we've been walking a really long time <laughs> and i would really like to sit down yeah like, come on gladio yeah and i think that comes to to a head later in the game mm -hmm. where a lot of the main conflict happens and Gladio is quite... You have to... I guess you have to realise that when Gladio's father, Claris, is Regis's bodyguard, Regis's yeah. shield, so Noct's dad's shield. So when the news of insomnia falling comes, like, Gladio is aware that his dad is mm. dead because he knows that if the king has died, his father yeah. died first. Like, yeah. And... He has to, like, I don't think Gladio really gets the moment to grieve in this game. No. Like, I no. don't, you know, Noctis kind of can't can't grieve because he has that emotional wall mm. blocking him off from that. But Gladio has to keep going. Yeah. Because if he doesn't, then Noctis will, yep. Noctis will fall. Yeah, like, yeah, the, him not being able to grieve because of Noctis must yeah. be such a hard thing yes. to deal with. Yeah, and he and his sister Iris, who you meet in Lestalem and she's mm. cheery and, you know, like really yeah. aggressively cheery and trying <laughs> to keep things as they were really. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's a difficult, I think, I think you can kind of lose a lot of empathy for Gladio when he starts yelling at Noctis mm. and saying, you know, 
come on, <laughs> like you have <laughs> to fulfill your destiny. And everyone's talking about this, you know, fulfillment of destiny without really knowing what that entails. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I really feel for him. And, you know, the fact that, that all of them really lost their families. Yeah. They had to like, you know, yeah. for Noctis, everyone had to keep keep going. And I mean, they all, all of them have, and some of the supporting characters like Eris too, have their own internal lives, I mm. think, is a really, really important thing that not a lot of games have. Yeah. Um, even to the point of all three of your companions at various points disappearing mm-hmm. because they have their own stories they need to go and deal with. Yes. Um, Except Ignis. Except Ignis, Ignis. Ignis is really, I think, shortchanged by this narrative because you don't – he has no – real personality mm. outside of caring for Noctis when you think about it. Yeah. Except maybe drinking coffee, which is not <laughs> a personality trait. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but it's not. And, like, everyone else kind of has a life outside of Noctis. Like, yeah. Prompto has this history. He plays video games. I think Prompto has some kind of... Like, he, he you know, everyone has things yeah. outside of Noctis. In the Brotherhood anime, everyone's episode kind of focuses... Yeah, around Noctis a bit, but on their own mm. lives, except for Ignis's, right. who is there trying to help Noctis and make this, you know, make him these little cakes that he likes. Ignis's whole episode is based on making Noctis offhandedly mention that he liked this dessert that he ate while he was in Tenebrae. So Ignis, since Ignis was a kid as well, like <laughs> since he was a small boy, has been trying to recreate oh this recipe, which he can't recreate because he doesn't have the ingredients from Tenebrae. And that's like, that's the whole plot of the episode. And in the game, you can finally recreate the recipe, but nothing really happens. <laughs> like you get the recipe and Noctis has a little heart around it, but it's like, oh yeah, you just eat it. And there's not even a cutscene. or, oh, it frustrates me. And that's like, that's true, like selfless love. Yeah, but it's like, it's really, I don't know, even Ignis's DLC episode, which we can talk about next week, is wholly, <laughs> like you don't yeah. get any past past info about Ignis like it's just kind of wholly about him mm. helping Noctis and, yep. and yeah like, he gets he gets blinded he gets like really messed up yeah um yeah it's like I honestly can't see like after Noctis dying at the end of the game I don't know what he's what, what he's gonna he, do what who, is he gonna yeah. do who is like, he now yeah. yeah and it's really yeah I just I think it's I think the game's very generous with everyone else but I think mm. with him he just doesn't really have anything outside of Noctis that I can think of or or point to, Mm -hmm. except for the coffee, which he must drink a lot (laughs) of because he has to do so much work for Noctis and (laughs) wants to be awake and alert during that. Like And it's not he's not resentful about it. Like he's he does it out of love and Mm. he's happy to do it. It's just I like as a player, I want who is this character. Yep. But well particularly when this character is shown to be doing good things for you that not only have a story effect but literally have a gameplay effect yeah you know um yeah you 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 feel like you want justice for them yeah but but you don't get it i just want to i just want to know who he is yeah Yeah. and i mean he has to look after i mean he has to look after all three of them basically yeah Yeah. Um, okay when noctis uh noctis when ignis gets blinded the first meal you can have afterwards. No one can fucking cook. So if you haven't bought cup noodles, you all have to eat this like canned, like awful mystery meat because no one can cook a meal. You can't even make toast. Like what? And and, and that like Ignis very much fills that traditionally feminine role where he has to care for these three men who cannot take care of themselves. Mm. You know, you've got um, Noctis who's, kind of too busy and too tired from everything else. You've got Gladio, who is like a big macho man who never learned the... the he does f- love cup noodles, though. He does love cup noodles. And can cook them very well. <laughs> can add lots of things to them. True, true. There's a very <laughs> very product placement side quest about <laughs> yeah. cup noodles. Can we mention <laughs> Nissan cup noodles anymore? Um, Nissan cup noodles, if you'd like to sponsor <laughs> the show, you can... Sorry, carry on. <laughs> so good. And, and then he also has to care for Prompto, who's like who's like a child. Mm. He's, he's a child person um, <laughs> who can't take care of himself. Yeah. Yeah, he he does a lot. And I, I it's very obvious that everyone appreciates him mm. and loves him very much. But 
I just would like to see who he is yep. outside of that. Does he have hobbies? Yeah. Does he like the cooking to me is, is <laughs> the developers have been kind of like flip flopping on the cooking in one of the early, you know, character guides that you could get. It said that he that Ignis didn't enjoy cooking and just did it for Noctis and right. they changed that in another one. And I wholly believe he started doing the cooking for Noctis, you know, so it's come on, like, just let me, what does he like to do? Like, just <laughs> give me a full person uh, of, like... Yeah, poor Ignis. Poor Ignis. But, and so we've kind of got that central um, circle of friends, and then kind of just outside that, we have the space where a lot of the, the women live. Mm-hmm. So we've got Luna Freya, Iris... Uh, Cindy, Cindy, yeah, Aranea, the yeah. mercenary we hang out with. So as those well. sort of close, but Gentiana, not. who's uh, you remember Luna Freya's like attendance. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Who ends up being Shiva, the yep. the fourth astral. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. Are there any other women in this game? Oh, maybe like incidentally. Yeah, like around, but those yep. are the only ones you kind of interact with yeah i mean cindy's very important to you in a gameplay sense yeah if only she wore pants i know (laughs) i know only the mechanic wore some goddamn she's like out in the sun all day with her like alabaster skin in her little booty shorts (laughs) purgy strings sticking out like Uh, please give cindy some overalls (laughs) justice for cindy but she's great she's She's great great. she's she's a great character i just yeah i and, like, when you refill your car and she, like, leans over the hood, <laughs> like, straight into the camera. Yeah. yeah, I'm not I'm not about that. It's like I'm just really not that interested in pixelated titties. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and we've got Luna Freya, who is actually kind of absent through a lot of the, mm. a lot of the game. You yes, kind of... Doing lots of things. Do it, yeah. But not on camera. Yes. And, I mean... I feel like she she would make an interesting game in herself, you know, her she, side of the story. Yeah. So um, they'd planned a lot of extra DLC after the first mm. round of like three DLC, and there was meant to be, I think, an episode Luna Freya. Oh, really? That was one of the ones that got cancelled. I see. Um, and it's uh, Luna. I love Luna Freya. Um, she's especially if I think when you compare the Kingsglaive film Luna Freya to what we get in the game. Mm. She's very different because in Kingsglaive, she she has this destiny, like she knows she's meant to be supporting Noctis in his destiny, but she it's it's God-given and she knows she's going to get there. Like she just, she throws herself out of airships. She, it's, she's tough. Like yeah. she really does not care about <laughs> really anything that's happening around her. She just is working to fulfill yeah. her destiny. And she is a zealot and she's been, Gentiana, the attendant we mentioned before, like is Shiva, this astral, who's obviously been, you know, a mm. messenger who's been telling Luna Freya the will yeah. of the gods since she was a child. <laughs> and so she's totally, she's indoctrinated, yeah, you know, yeah. in this whole system of... And, and she has that, um, uh, that, that a lot of those, yeah, kind of very indoctrinated, very um, religious kind of characters have. She yeah. has that sense of... of She's protected. She's got divine protection yes. and nothing can harm her. Yes. And so, yeah, she's insanely outgoing and insanely, um, yeah, like, risk-taking because Definitely, of it. Definitely, yeah, in the film. And then you get to the game and she's still, like, re- reviving the astrals is draining her strength mm. to the point where her brother, Ravis, <laughs> <laughs> is kind of telling her not to do it anymore because she's going to die. Like, mm. and... She keeps doing it because it's her destiny. It's what she needs to do until a very end point where she kind of asks Ravis to do it for her. And at that point, Ravis is like, no, <laughs> girl, <laughs> fill your destiny, etc., etc." But you get this kind of softer incarnation yeah. of her, I guess. Like it's really muted compared mm. to the film, which is, it's unfortunate because I, like she's obviously, she's doing a lot of work. So she's, going around the countryside healing people who've been afflicted with this star scourge, which you find out later on is actually what's turning people into demons. Right, like yeah. The demons you fight at nighttime are actually people, people that have been yeah. mutated. Um, 
which Luna's going out of her way to heal as part of her duties as Oracle. And she's, yeah, like she's doing lots, but you just mm. don't really, <laughs> like, yeah. she's just not really in the game. The dogs, okay, so Umbra, <laughs> her, they're her dogs, they're Luna Freya's dogs. So she has Umbra and Prina. Beautiful sheep. Yep. Oh, the best sheeps. Yeah. yeah the little Shiba Inus. Mm. And one is blackish and one is white. And the black one, Umbra, obviously, he <laughs> comes and you can, like, he delivers messages between Noctis and Luna. And it's like, that's fun, kind of, yeah. but, you know, it's nice. And that's kind of the only way they could apparently keep contact <laughs> without <laughs> the Empire knowing, despite, yeah. I don't know, phones and internet chat rooms, <laughs> etc. But whatever, it's fine. Cool messenger dogs. Messenger I'm, dog. I'm not, like, I am totally on board <laughs> with the messenger dog. Um, but you just, like, there's just not enough of her. There wasn't enough yeah. of her for me to believe that she was Noctis's love interest. Yeah. Like, I... You know, I'm very happy with her as a childhood friend. I'm mm. even happy with them married. Like, I think they could have a very good marriage. Yeah, but but not this, this destined yeah, love, which yeah, soulmates kind of thing. Yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't read as genuine yeah. to me. I think you could, if you want to go full fan fiction, you can easily ship Noctis with any one of his, of his crew, with Gladio yeah, yeah. or Ignis or Prompto. And there's more there. Yeah. Like, there's more... I don't know, evidence of mm -hmm. love there than there is with yeah. Luna Freya, unfortunately. Yeah, well, and I mean, sh it, it, it would make, like, I can't see that she could love him because she's got this, de like, her her primary thing is her, her destiny, her and fate she that she's yeah, working towards. And she knows that as true king, he's destined to die and she's driving towards that. Yeah. Like, that's what she's, mm -hmm. because she has to, you know, because everyone has to. And that kind of changes a bit in episode Ignis mm. um, with the non-canon. I don't know if it's non-canon with the alternate ending. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it's an odd, I don't know. I, I find it to be an odd true love yeah. relationship. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It, 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 um, like you say, it doesn't feel genuine. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know, Noctis and Iris, Gladio's sister. Yeah. That's kind of cute. Yeah. I can see that. Like, Well, at least they spend some time together yeah. in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like um, they kind of ended up with this love story because that's what people expect mm -hmm. if you have the male character and the female character. Like, yeah. And that, yeah, that feels like that's the only it's reason that's there. Again, it's that very, like that legendary sort of Arthurian courtly mm. love kind yeah. of thing, isn't it? Like that yeah. relationship. And I'm not against that. Like I think mm. it could work if there was just more time invested yeah. into it. It doesn't have enough time. Yeah. Like there's a moment where this is in the Brotherhood anime again, where um one of Luna's dogs, Prina, the white one, she's injured and Prompto finds the dog. And I don't know how Luna knows that Prompto is the one who finds the dog, but Luna like writes Prompto this letter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's it's very weird. Mm. She's she has magic powers, it's fine. <laughs> um so she writes Prompto this letter saying Oh, I noticed you go to school with Noctis. <laughs> I don't know. It's I, maybe I should watch it again. But she pretty much says, "Pronto, you should be Noctis's friend." And <laughs> and Pronto's like, "Okay, I guess I'll she be like Noctis's friend." Blind dates them as friends. Yeah, it's really weird. Mm. <laughs> like her level of, you know, it's this. It's she does have this commitment to Noctis. Yeah, but yeah. It's this very strong commitment to making him into the true mm. king that he's meant mm. to be. Like, yeah, it's yeah. odd. And it's I mean, we were talking, um, I think it was last week, about the the kind of the tropes of masculine storytelling, the way that um, Noct has this exponential power growth and he's expected to sacrifice himself at the mm -hmm. end. And I think another one of those that has come into play here is get the girl. Yeah. You know, that as the hero, he's entitled to get the girl yeah. after he fulfills his destiny. Um, and I think that's why when she, when Luna dies in Altitia, after you've been kind of, that's been the point you've yeah. been going to Altitia to meet Luna finally, and then she dies. <laughs> and it's, you know, it feels like this interesting subversion mm. of that and this tragic subversion and this, again, very Arthurian yeah. kind of yeah. subversion. And then to have the, you know, the wedding. And I can, I understand that grief. They're childhood mm. friends, you know, like it all feels right in how it's done it's just the i don't know it's the weird forcing of yeah. like ooh, love yeah that's kind of yeah yeah 
done throughout that just feels uncomfortable. Mm. <laughs> so one of the other big characters who turns out to be bad and important is Arden. Yes. Who we spend a lot of time with Arden. Kind <laughs> we of do. Yeah, I didn't like, really is mention him enough in the plot, but he's <laughs> he's around. He's yeah. doing things. He's the And he kind of helps you sometimes. Yeah, he helps out. He's the Imperial Chancellor and he's he lets you into doors that are locked by the Imperial <laughs> guys and he's he's there and he's doing things and he's And then surprise, he's kind of the main vi- villain. It's, yeah, what a surprise. <laughs> oh, man, those musical cues and his entirely black, like, well, I guess everyone wears black, but, you know, his yeah. weird, like, mm. outfit. and it, it, It's a very interesting outfit. It's, <laughs> it's very It's very, very hobo chic, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, like, it's very, I'm into it. He's, yeah, he's doing good. Mm. I mean, to be honest, if, if you'd been alive for as long as he had, you'd be dressing for comfort, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so many layers. Yeah. So many layers. Yeah. He has a car. You can like kind of, you have to follow him in your car one yeah, time. It's really weird. It's really weird. You have a really weird relationship with him. Yeah. I guess because he's your weird relative from yeah. the past. I don't know. <laughs> weird uncle. <laughs> yeah. A really, yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. A weird like great, 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 great <laughs> uncle <laughs> who's kind of maybe gone a bit mad. from. I mean, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. He's, I don't know, he's an interesting, I feel like, He's an interesting villain. I just, I don't know. He's just kind of, it's it's the same old thing though, isn't it? Mm. Oh, my brother stole my crown. Yeah, yeah. I am sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I get, I get, again, one of those very masculine storytelling tropes. Yeah. And he's, so when you look at the law with Arden, it's actually quite interesting. So he was meant to be the, so this star scourge is kind of a thing that has been around for a while which was which happened because of a conflict between the astrals and <laughs> the astrals didn't want to solve it themselves so they were like hey humankind how about you do some things mm-hmm. to fix this so arden was going around kind of doing what luna freya is doing with the star scourge and healing people but sure. he was absorbing it into himself cuz he didn't really have the like there wasn't a line of oracles then and there wasn't like this is He's the chosen king at this point. He didn't have a crystal or mm. a ring or anything like that. So he's kind of taking in all this darkness into himself and healing people. And then he goes back to the gods and says, I've healed, like, <laughs> I've healed everything. It's, you know, I've done yeah. it. And they see that he has all this darkness in him, <laughs> which he only has in him because he's Aww. doing what the gods kind of wanted him to do. But what they wanted was a sacrifice. Yeah. And so he's cast out. Mm. And As gods tend to do. Yeah. Yes. So he's completely cast aside. Mm. Apparently his brother becomes the king. Again, I haven't played episode Arden, so maybe this is all different yeah, now. This yeah. is just the lore that was around from, I think I stopped playing this game in maybe last year, mm. late last year. So this is kind of my, sure, yeah, from there. But yeah, so he, w- he was like, he was betrayed. Yeah. <laughs> and you can believe it given how the gods treat, yeah. <laughs> treat Noctis. Yeah. Like and I mean, they are like... Um, literal gods like mm-hmm. they they are there they are right in front of you there's yes, one yeah like titan is there for the whole first few acts of the game mm-hmm. um and the scale of them is really i think when you are playing the game in in a boss fight with one of the astrals or if they if you summon them mm. like it feel it's done really well yeah. you get a sense of the majesty of yeah. it and it's yeah, so they're there. They're living beings that are petty, and you <laughs> see from Altisha and what's her face? <laughs> oh God, the Tide Mother. I've forgotten her name. What's her name? Leviathan. Leviathan. Thank you. You see from Leviathan, like she's petty as heck. Yeah, like, yeah. She just. I mean, I get it. Like I too love to nap, but <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean they're very. They're drawing from real mythology gods yeah. in that way that yes. they can be very fickle and very petty and very yeah it's that it's that whole like kind of norse thing where the yeah. gods are very much just kind of like people yeah. but with you know a bit more power whereas these are very non-humanoid gods mm. most of them but they're still kind yeah. of have that same level of yeah. and, and they have their own motivations yeah. and their own goals yeah and they make quite interesting characters in that sense. Definitely, yeah. Especially with like Shiva and um, Ifrit have this mm. whole 
love story going on in the background and you kind yeah. of they've touched on that a bit more now but it's <laughs> read the menus <laughs> I guess you'll find out more like so Arden like I I get it I think he's an interesting mm. character I just it's yeah I don't know I find it I don't know how I feel about how he's handled throughout the game because I just like when we were talking about plot a couple of weeks ago well last week last week last yeah week, um I just I forgot that he was around for so much of the game. Yeah. Cause he well, and he just keeps cropping up. And yeah. It's like, oh, it's that weird guy again. Yeah. Like, Arden is not what I remember about this game. I remember mm. the boys. Like, yep. I remember Nocturne, Ignis, and Gladio, and Prompto, and, and Regis. And I don't really... Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of sad that I yeah. don't care about mm-hmm. the villain story yeah. well, in I that mean, way. I mean, for the first, the first couple acts of the game, there we don't even have a villain. We just have... Um, this face, this, like this empire. The empire, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we kind of get like those cutscenes um, with Luna's brother, and you know, mm-hmm. like those sorts of things. But nothing really that the that the four friends are privy to that yeah. they know what's happening. And Luna's brother, like Ravis, <laughs> he especially in the Kingsley film, he has this great. His motivation is, you know, he. Noctis and Regis come to Tenebrae for Noctis to be healed mm. by Ravis and Luna's mother. The Empire come and attack them. Um, they kill Luna's mother and Regis starts running. He picks up Noctis. He, like, grabs Luna Freya and they start running. Uh, Ravis is there and he's saying, you have to help us. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, yeah. like, you have to help us here. And Regis is trying to save his son, the, the chosen king. Like, mm. he's, again, everyone's <laughs> just trying to make sure Noctis is okay. <laughs> Luna actually stops running with, like, she lets go of Regis's mm. hand and stays in Tenebrae. But, like, Ravis cannot, cannot forgive that, that betrayal that, yep. you know, that, King Regis didn't stay and fight for us and for our country like he mm. left with his son. And so he hates Noctis for that yeah. reason as well. And it's – so it's really great, but you don't really – like no. if you haven't watched the movie, no. well, you'll just kind of meet Ravis at a military base and yep. then he'll be like, ooh, you got the power of the gods. Oh, <laughs> that's bad. And not really tell you why it's bad. Yeah, like, like just be mad at you about it because he's mad that Luna's – investing all this energy in yeah. you when you're just this punk kid like yeah ju- just playing the game i was like who is this guy like why why is he here why do i care yeah and he has your dad's sword like mm. he has regis's sword which he took when the events of kingslave happen and he goes and oh ravis has a ro- cool robo arm <laughs> i forgot oh, yeah. yeah he tries to put on the ring like the ring of the lucii and he isn't judged worthy, so they burn his arm off. Um, so he has a cool robo arm, and he <laughs> has Regis's sword, which he took as a spoil of battle, mm. which is very bad. And I guess you only really find that out if you like overhear people talking about it, right? Yeah, like on the side of the road, <laughs> you can go listen to some NPCs, and they'll be like, "Oh, heard Ravis took King Regis's sword and is." Wearing it like a trophy. I don't know. <laughs> you don't wear a trophy. I'm so sorry. Wearing it like a medal. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so it's, I don't, it's like, yeah. and then he, and then it's nice and dramatic when Ravis like gives back the sword mm. after he's been, he wants to kind of reconcile with Noctis, but he's been turned into a demon by Arden at that point. You have to fight him. Then you get the sword, etc., yeah. etc. <laughs> I just I didn't even remember any of that happened until mm. I was like, oh, Ravis exists. Yeah, that's <laughs> yep. yeah. And I'm yeah. yeah. And I mean, you just touched on like NPCs. Um, this world is really sparsely populated. Yeah. Like, particularly given how well maintained the highways are, like yep. <laughs> there's these this massive road network that seems to exist just for Noctis's benefit. Mm-hmm. Like, I know we keep talking about the gas station, but there's, like, only, I don't know, seven people at the gas yeah. station at any given time. Yeah. And, yeah, like, and you can't really talk to that many people. In no. Lestalem, you have this little greet option where people will wave at you yeah. and you can wave back. And it's like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's really okay. <laughs> Meet, like, meeting your people. Yeah, way to make me feel bad that yeah. I didn't press the X fast enough <laughs> and didn't wave to that little girl, like, thanks game and, and they very much have that thing of 
you can tell in an instant who is an NPC and who is a, yes. an important yeah. um, character by how they look. Yeah. Do they look like a regular boring human or mm. do they or do they have this like very like anime design anytime i see a guy with the ugly sandals i'm like oh that guy's car is broken <laughs> down and he needs a repair kit <laughs> like that's it's just the same yeah. model every time and actually you um i think what's interesting at least about final fantasy 12 which i think is kind of similar to this game you don't get a sense in 15 of what the empire is like like you only meet the kind of the Emperor mm. and, you know, Ravis who's joined with the Empire for his own purposes and you don't – and a few, you know, generals and the Magitech soldiers. But you don't see the people. Yeah, like just just the citizens of the Empire. Yeah, yeah, there are no, like, yeah, yeah. regular – I don't know how they live. I don't mm. know what the society yeah. is like there. Like, there's nothing – You j- and your only real experience of the Empire is this, like – snow wasteland which has happened because they killed shiva Mm. the astral there and this military like the big military yeah it's a very dehumanized kind of place like literally because you have these magitech soldiers and the big reveal is that they're you know based on human souls because they are dehumanized yeah yeah Yeah, totally they're stripped completely of humanity and i just yeah i wish there was more there Mm. like i it's it's just a pity that you can't really explore anywhere. It's really like obviously I think they've put a lot of love into the the main characters. Yeah. And that's great. But I just I would like to know where I'm going, who I'm who my enemy is. Yeah. Who yeah. So it's yeah, it's not yeah. ideal. Yeah, I would I I would like to have explored more of the world, yeah. I think. Yeah, um, like like we were saying, you kind of can explore yeah. Lucius as much as you yeah. want, but then you're you're on a train. <laughs> like yeah. you can yeah, you like can wander around at Altisha. That's very nice. That's meant to be like Venice or something, mm. I think. But I mean, I got so excited when you get given the boat. Yeah, and I was like, cool, I get to go to other places uh-huh. now. But even that is just on tracks. Yeah. to go to Altisha. Yeah. yeah, and you get in the Royal Edition, you can just kind of drive the boat around. Oh, you can. Yeah, it's cool, but it's still you can't really. Go you can't anywhere. go anywhere. Yeah. yeah, if you try to go towards the island where Noctis is, like. Mm. Where Noct comes back after ten years, the game's like no. (laughs) (laughs) Very dramatically, there's this big cutscene, and you can fish, and you can catch you can catch tuna now. Oh, catch big tuna! Fun. Yep, that's yep. Yep. (laughs) Royal edition. (laughs) (laughs) Worth upgrading. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Boats are fun. Yeah, boats are fun. Fun time. And the the four wheel drive. But. (laughs) <laughs> the monster, <laughs> the truck. monster truck sports car. I'm. I loved it. Yeah, I was yeah, really it's loved pretty it. Good. Yeah, I like it too. I was really. I'm really bad at driving, <laughs> and I just. I really loved it. <laughs> I had a good time. Yeah, because I felt like you could tumble around and it would still be fine. That's <laughs> kind of the point. But uh, okay, so we talked about like citizens of the empire. We haven't really talked about Prompto in detail. No, we haven't talked think. about Prompto. Yeah. And so Prompto's whole deal is that he's actually, you find this out later in the game, and Prompto finds this out later in the game, but he was a citizen of the Empire, so to speak, but he was one of these, you know, embryo baby things mm. that was meant to become a Magitek soldier. Um, and he was stolen <laughs> by <laughs> some Lucian insurgents when they were mm. attacking the Empire and gets taken back to Insomnia and raised by a family. And yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. I feel a bit... I think Prompto's... You get these nice little scenes with every... T- you know, sometimes when you camp, you'll get one of those mm, little, yeah. like, scenes where you get to hang out with your friends. And you get a nice one with Prompto where he kind of reveals that he's worried about fitting in. <laughs> because, Aww. yeah, because obviously Noctis is royalty and Ignis and Gladio are from the palace. And yeah. Yeah, so he's really worried about his place Aww. and... And if you watch the Brotherhood anime, I think this is a really poorly handled storyline. But Prompto's like a like overweight little kid right. who's chubby, and no one wants to be his friend. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's the reason why, yeah. but he has trouble making friends, as right. I think all kids do. And he kind of really wants to be friends with Noctis, yeah. and really makes an effort towards doing that when Luna Freya writes him that weird letter <laughs> saying, yeah. thanks for helping my dog. Please be friends with Noctis. <laughs> um, but like part of his reason for 
like no part of his like what he does to be friends with Noctis is start running every day to get skinny. Like, to, it's like you really need to be un- a twink to be Noctis' yeah, friend. Exactly. <laughs> this is a twink only zone. Maybe some twunks. That's it. Well, <laughs> because because he's already got yeah 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 he has the hunky friend. Yep. He has like the tall dignified friends. Mm. Now he needs a little twinky friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's really uncomfortable. Like I wish yeah. they didn't do that. Um. Yeah, so he runs all day and gets skinny and pretty and then Noctis becomes his friend. <laughs> but it's more like... Well, what does that tell you? It's more like Prompto is like, hey, in high school when they reach yeah. high school at this point. And Noctis is more like, yeah, I've known you forever. Like, we can be friends. <laughs> it's really... Aww. It's sweet, but it's, I don't know, a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, yep. come on, please don't put this... I don't <laughs> Anyway... I really love that Prompto takes photos all the time. Yeah. I think that's just such a cute little extra yeah. game mechanic mm-hmm. um, of, yeah, taking photos when when you're not paying attention kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. and then you get to see all the photos at the end of the day. Yeah. I love when Prompto takes five photos of me, like me, <laughs> obnoxious bending over to pick up a treasure item. <laughs> it's like, thanks for taking that photo of my butt, Prompto, because it is completely something yeah, yeah. that he would do. And like, keep photo, keep photo, keep mm-hmm. photo, keep photo. Yep, keep them all. <laughs> and the best thing is that they all like play during the credits yeah. at the end of the game. It's like, oh, this is it's really sweet. Yeah, it's, it's a really nice mechanic. Like, yeah. it's a really... Yeah, and it, it was totally unnecessary, mm-hmm. but it was a really nice. Um, it really does, yeah. It 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 lets you reflect on what you did that day with your buddies yeah. and how you're growing your friendship, and yeah. When I did my third playthrough of this game, I tried to play it really organically. Mm. So like, I'd only do a hunt if I needed money, and maybe if you know, I, Ignis got a new recipe and I needed something like sure. a fish or something from that, I would go catch that fish mm. and then we'd camp. And I only went to certain locations if I maybe read about it somewhere. Right, And yeah, it was yeah. a really nice way to mm. kind of play Very, very the game. kind of role-playing yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. And I, <laughs> I don't think the game like wants you to play it that <laughs> no. way at all, unfortunately. But it felt really like I was on this trip and Prompto yeah. was taking photos of my trip and it was – really really nice and pleasant just to hang out with these four boys who are good boys (laughs) like they're all very good boys and i think that was one of like the most fun i had with a playthrough of anything yeah yeah that sounds good that sounds like a nice way to play yeah it was it was good and it really i think it the thing with the characters especially the main four like you get so much just from wandering around yeah yeah you do. and i yeah, think just the little incidental things the yeah. little conversations the little photos the and i think that's why you feel like you don't know the other characters as well yeah because you just because you don't spend the time with them yeah yeah it's a shame um yeah do you remember core yeah you don't remember core <laughs> okay remember Cor. uh he was he's one of the crowns guard He's that mm. he has the katana. You go yeah. with him. Not nah, don't remember. <gasps> oh him. no! Yes, I do. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Katana guy. Yes. With the short hair. Yep. Handsome. Everyone's into him. Yep. He compliments Prompto, and Prompto loses his mind. He's yeah. like, oh, <laughs> 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 senpai, notice me. <laughs> um, and I think early on in the game, I don't know whether they wanted Core to be a bigger character mm. or something, but he's a weird sort of relic because he served Regis's father. When he was a little, he was very right. young. I yeah. think he joined the Crown's Guard at an obscenely young age mm. and has kind of stuck around since then. And he has watched Three Kings die, like when you think Holy about crap. it. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like not well. Okay. So in the Royal Edition, there's this other boss fight. And I don't know if Korra is meant to die in this boss fight or what. There was a cutscene mm. that looked like he died, but I'm choosing to believe that he did. Okay. Because, like, cool katana man i don't want him to die but um yeah it's kind of like i feel like this core is a good example of this thing like with ravis where you can sense that these characters were meant to have bigger roles yeah i i I felt that really well with core i was i was like because he kind of like he joins your party for a while okay so he joins your party to get the first royal arm and you're like cool okay we're gonna hang out you literally walk like i don't know five yards and cause and do a battle and the cause like okay yeah go that way bye like what is is this it's really yeah it's and i i think that's the only time he joins your party 
and it's... Oh, uh, d- doesn't he help you take down an outpost to open the gate? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and he's Wipe just... Yeah. yeah. And it's really, I don't know, it's... it's. I think it's, you know, that's a, an example of this thing that just keeps coming up again and mm. again where they. W- I feel like they wanted to do a lot more with yeah. each character but ran out of time yep. in terms yeah, of Yeah, it, it feels like a very... Um, organically developed game. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? It, it, mm-hmm. doesn't, it doesn't feel very planned or very um, deliberate. Yeah. Um, and it's, I just think they ran out of time. Yeah. Like, it's really quite evident in, yep. you know, and th- the fact that they keep insisting that this is Noctis's story and that's <laughs> why <Yeah. laughs> the basic plot holes aren't filled. <laughs> um, no, really we decided not to do yeah, that yeah. because it's Noctis's it's story. It's Noctis's story, <laughs> even though they're showing us this cutscene that Noctis is <laughs> <laughs> not seen in any yeah. way, shape or form. Anyway, yeah. Well, so well, speaking of running out of time, yeah. we have run out of time. Yeah. Otherwise, because we'll just keep talking forever. I feel if, like we could do I a whole yeah. four episodes just on. Yeah, we yeah. Probably like one one episode per, per yeah, friend. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. We'll 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 do that at some point. Next and time. Yeah. Next. Time. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us again. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming back. We'll have you back one more time, and then that's it. Okay. Yeah. Kind of sad. It's gonna be. Over. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Thanks as always to our fantastic producers Zane C Weber at That's Not Canon Productions. Um, if you'd like to catch up with us, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Cutscene Saga. Or you can email us, cutsinsaga at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week for our final, final fantasy episode. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 